Hey everybody and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings Podcast 58. I start by talking about the closing of 38 Studios. I talk about real life crafting versus in-game crafting. And I talk about a few things about multiplayer chat channels in general. Enjoy the show! There's something beating here inside my body and it's called a heart You know how easy it is to tear it apart If I lend it to you, will you keep it safe? If we are lend it to you, will you treat it tenderly? It's always sad to hear about a death in the family, as it were. In recent news, 38 Studios has closed, and all of the employees were let go. They had been working on an MMOG product for a number of years, and they licensed out part of the universe for that to big huge games to make Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which from what I saw was a pretty huge success. All of the reviewers really liked it, and the... The later previews of it were all very positive, and it was a very good first showing for this new universe that 38 Studios was working on. From what I can tell, and news is kind of sparse and vague about it, it looks like everything 38 Studios was working on is now dead, and subsequently everything they would have given to Big Huge Games is also dead. This is really kind of shocking since... The people at 38 Studios, the three main people, were all really huge, big, known quantities in the industries that they came from. There was the main owner, who is a baseball player, who supposedly had millions of dollars. There was a very famous artist who had come from comic books and making toy lines of, you know, his various comic book people. And there was a very well-known fantasy writing author. There was really no reason why they shouldn't have been able to keep going and been able to get the money they needed. I guess the rumors are, though, that it was money-related, so maybe they just, you know, being a new studio, spent too much money and lost track of things and got out of control. But everything they will have done, everything they were working on, is now lost to the gaming industry, and we'll never see what those games were. It will be relatively invisible to anybody who didn't know them. You know, there are a smattering of screenshots out there, but very few people follow, you know, the industry and what specific companies are doing before, you know, the game is ready to launch. So for most people, they'll just wonder why there is never a Reckoning 2. One of my favorite developers, Westwood Studios, closed quite a long time ago. Probably hardly anyone out there will know what they were, They had a particular style that was always very, I guess you could say, clean in design. They didn't have a lot of bugs. This was back in the day when games were a lot simpler, so, you know, it was more common for games to release bug-free. They were always very detailed in the work that they did, but there was also sort of a sense of humor. The thing they are most known for is the Lands of Valor series, which was sort of a dungeon-crawling adventure-type game. It's one of the games that... Legend of Grimrock is kind of copying. What they are probably most known for is creating the entire real-time strategy genre. A lot of people think Blizzard did it with World of Warcraft, but in actuality Dune, which was the licensing of the Dune book property, came out, 
a couple of years before Blizzard's World of Warcraft. So they actually started the genre. They came out with Command and Conquer, which was sort of an advanced version, about a year after World of Warcraft. So they came out first, then they made sort of a leap with the Command and Conquer series because, you know, they already had some experience with Dune. So they really started it, even though they weren't quite ever as famous or as recognized as Blizzard. And it's this kind of loss that is really sad because Westwood Studio had a style that was really defined and people really knew, you know, who they were and what their games were like. Many of you out there play Blizzard games and you know, oh, this title is a Blizzard title because blah, 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 and you can always tell. So whenever there is a a death in the industry, so to speak, it's always kind of sad for the people who were fans of those developers because they're now gone. I did hear from somebody that a lot of the developers who worked at 38 Studios have been snatched up by other companies. Probably also Big Huge Games because since they were bought out by 38 Studios, I expect they are closed as well. So that's really great to hear that the talent behind the games are going on to do other things. In the industry, this really isn't uncommon because games, while they take years and years and years to produce, only a few people tend to be there the entire time, while as other people get hired on, you know, as the project progresses. And as different teams are needed and come in, you know, at different times, they get more and more people until, you know, they have the most people right around when they launch. So it's not you know, entirely unusual for people in the industry to be hired for a short period and then move on to a different game, you know, after a year or two years. So it's good to hear that the people behind things, um, you know, still have more work and other things to do, to do that are, you know, fun and interesting to them and us as gamers. Those of you who listen to the bloopers section of my podcasts will hear one that sounds a little bit unfamiliar because it's not actually from this podcast, but sometimes I run a little short and so I thought I would include it because it's kind of funny. It is from one of the tracks I did for the Death D4 Dishonor soundtrack number two. Originally I had some funny sounds that they used, but those became less frequent and so now they're kind of using... I guess you could call them theme songs is what we're pretty much calling them for the characters that add sort of a a flavor and background and just sort of flush out the character a little bit more. Sometimes in accurate ways and sometimes like this batch that I just did in funny ways. And I find that I really like the stuff that I do. The soundtracks I made are pretty much the most listened to soundtracks I have at this point. There's a few others I listen to on occasion. But mostly, I don't really listen to music, but I do listen to the ones that I've made. Similarly, I really like my podcasts that I've made. I used to actually keep all my podcasts on my iDevice just to re-listen to them now and then. But they started taking up too much space, so I stopped doing that. But, you know, they're still there in my library and I can get to them anytime I want. But I guess I am just, you know, sort of rediscovering. I've always done, you know, sort of artsy and creative stuff. But sort of rediscovering that I like doing, I guess you could call it real world crafting. 
And that made me wonder, you know, if I am a creative guy, if I do like doing this stuff, you know, in the real world, as it were, why don't I like doing it in the game so much? I think it's because in real life, you can use it whenever you want. It's always there, you know, forever and ever unless it goes away. Like my website, you know, it's six plus years old, but very little, if any, of the information is the exact same as it used to be. Pretty much the only stuff that hasn't changed are the older stuff that I've done, like articles for, you know, an event or or something like that that, you know, isn't meant to change. The pages that aren't designed to be static, you know, they change all the time. But I think in games, what bothers me about crafting is that stuff you make really hardly gets used at all. I mean, you'll use it for maybe, you know, half an hour, a couple of hours, you know, game time, and then you've moved on to something else for the most part. Or if it's an MMOG, you know, it's level design, and so something you make, you know, basically will be replaced and replaced and replaced and replaced until your maximum level. So the only things that really matter are the stuff you craft at maximum level. So that's always very, you know, confusing. And I think in that case, you know, the game time you have to spend gathering the resources, scaling up, getting all the stuff together, you know, it often feels, I guess, kind of like an empty reward. I did really love lightsaber crafting with Star Wars The Old Republic, but that's really the only one I've really been into crafting. And even with that one, I knew it was like, you know, I can make this pretty awesome stuff for me. But once, you know, once I do hit maximum level, you know, then what? Then all the stuff I've made in the past is basically junk, you know, unless I give it to somebody else. So while it was very cool and fun to discover, you know, what new thing can I get to? What new stuff can I build? You know, how can I improve my character with this stuff? It was always something I knew I would replace. And so I just, even even then when I, I loved the crafting system, quote unquote, I knew it was stuff that was going to be replaced and, you know, I was going to toss it away or sell it or take it apart again. I think that for me is probably the biggest reason why I don't really like crafting in games. I don't know if this, you know, helps you in any way. But I just thought it was something interesting to talk about. Recently, I've been playing Diablo 3. I finished the main game, you know, on my own, so I'm only really playing with friends. I don't really have a whole lot of interest playing on my own and just basically regrinding the same stuff. It's not terribly interesting to me. But one thing I discovered that is kind of interesting is that a lot of the people that I've talked to, and, you know, a lot isn't a lot, we're talking about, you know, maybe half a dozen people, have said that their friends don't really play with strangers. Much like I don't like playing with strangers, they also avoid strangers and pretty much just play with people they know. Recently, Blizzard has added on a default that you automatically join the general chat channel. Now, in my opinion, this is a really horribly bad idea because Diablo 3 is effectively a single-player game with co-op added on. Now, the reason why so many people play it, I think, is because they like that aspect. They like knowing you're either going to play, you know, by yourself, 
or you're going to specifically invite friends. Now, there is the fact that you could play, you know, randomly and add on whoever and not worry about it. But for most of us, I think the big appeal is that we don't have to worry about basically dummy heads. Blizzard adding on this channel by default means they're putting dummy heads in our way. Now, you can leave the channel, but it seems like the game doesn't seem to remember that you left the channel. So the next time you log back in, you'll automatically rejoin the channel and have to leave the channel again. While not a huge deal, and I don't really know how this helps players, it's more a comment to developers. You know, just think about what audience you are targeting with your game. In a game like this, you're targeting single players and co-op players, and I think the majority of people fall into that group. I don't think a lot of people want to play with random strangers. I could be wrong. You know, half a dozen people is hardly a sample worth considering, but it seems to me like everybody I've talked to says they don't like playing randomly with strangers. But a decent number of people do enjoy playing, you know, co-op with their friends. So I think developers should specifically focus on this fact, and players might want to pay, you know, a little bit more attention to their option in terms of channels. You know, can you join things like private chat channels? Can you join guilds? Are there options to being forced into these general channels where there's going to be, you know, a bunch of dummy heads you aren't interested in talking with? Again, I don't know, you know, how terribly interesting this section is to people or how useful it may be, but there it is. There's my thoughts and um, what I have found of other players playing Diablo 3. So that is it for this Rabbit's Roundlings podcast. Ta-da! As those of you with more sensitive ears may notice, in the last section, in this close and in the intro, I sound a little bit different. I have been super stuffy and sneezy, and for a while I had, like, chills and my skin felt cold. So I think maybe there is a bit of a resurgence with the bronchitis pneumonia thing I had going on. It is getting better, and... I sound pretty much worse than I feel. I'm just really stuffed up. And that's not entirely surprising for spring slash summer for me. It is possible, since I can drive around again now, maybe I'm going to places that have, you know, allergies or whatever that I had not previously encountered this uh, spring so far since I didn't have a car. Or it's possible when I went to the movie last weekend, somebody in the movie had a cold and I got it from them. Or, you know, I'm at the restaurant all the time. There's probably like, I don't know, 100, 200 people that come through there during lunchtime. So I'm exposed to whatever they might have in terms of colds. But I'm getting a little bit better. And now that I have the car and I can sleep in, I've been sleeping in about two hours every day so far for most of a week. A few days I had some busy stuff to do. I also needed to get some blood work stuff done to double check that everything is okay with my new medication and I was finally able to go do that now that I have a car because it would have been just a big pain in the butt without a car so I didn't I didn't do it so maybe by um next podcast we'll have results on that on if I'm okay or 
or if I need to up the medication to taking both of the blood pressure medicines I have, or if something is going crazy. I don't know. Uh, hopefully everything will be fine. I will know soon. But if my blood pressure is bad, I haven't, I haven't checked it in a while. I've actually just been kind of forgetting because I didn't have a car and I didn't have a way to check it. But if my blood pressure is bad, um, maybe that might explain why I am extra chubby. I'm still probably about 30 pounds heavier than I should be. So, you know, that might be part of it. Plus, you know, I had to walk and there's a lot of physical stress with that and, you know, stress about everything surrounding that emotionally. So a lot of extra stress. So hopefully now that that is mostly gone, because uh, I have a car, um, hopefully that will help um, get me back down in weight and stuff as well. I can't think of anything else to say. Um, I did a little bit more research on Max Payne 3 because, you know, I was thinking about picking it up and it released for consoles sooner than PC. I think it is out for PC now as we speak, or as I speak, because you live in the future. I don't know. I heard um, from reviewers that they really like the game. It's a very noir kind of feel to it, which I think all of the games have. But a lot of the reviewers did say he only has kind of two special moves, and the rest is you just shoot people in the face. And there's only, you know, 10 to 12 hours of single-player game before you're done. So I'm like, well, if all there is is shooting in the face in 10 to 12 hours and I'm done, I'm probably not really going to be interested in playing through multiple times. So I've pretty much decided I will probably just wait and uh, pick it up on sale, put it on my list, as it were, for things to get when the price comes down. Those of you who are Max Payne fans, though, will probably want to pick it up immediately because um, everybody really likes it and they say it's very cool. I can't think of anything else to say in terms of games that are coming up for me. Nothing has really changed. There's nothing coming along I can think of that I'm looking forward to anytime soon. As I think I mentioned, I'm working some extra shifts. Pretty much six days a week I'm working now. And I only work five hours a shift, so it's not like a huge deal. It's it's only like 30 hours total. But because it is in the evening, that's pretty much when my friends are on. And most of the time I don't have a connection from work. So haven't done a lot of playing with other people. Just pretty much playing, you know, by myself. And as I mentioned, the games that I'm playing... Um, not terribly interesting by myself, so nothing really changed there. So I guess that is it for this time, and everybody had a good time, and hopefully I will see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. This isn't happening, Dale. We're not here. It's just a bad dream. Oh, I agree completely. Why, we'll wake up any minute to Carver and have a laugh about all this. And it was a very good, um, f but in actuality, Dune, which, you know, if you need someone to, if you need someone to sneak through the dark, I don't really have a whole lot of interest, you know, continually grinding, you know,
You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbitdotcom. It's rabbit.com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space. And be sure to put the number one in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2012 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.